I hope you're doing well. I hope you had a wonderful week. This week's Shir is sponsored by the Streicher family, Le'u and Nishmas, Simcha Yosef, Ben Moshe Zev Halevi. May his have an aliyah, may he be a militia for the entire Mishpacha. Thank you to our corporate sponsors, the Hassan Zaltz Law Firm, Bluestone Brokerage, and Meridian Senior Health. For future dedications of the Shir, please reach out to 845 367 2959. Today, I had an encounter with a friend of mine in Kyle that really brings out the message, the point that I want to share, that I want to discuss this week. So thankfully, I only have a chance to record this year now, Thursday night. Probably the Ashkach is that we can learn from literally anything in life. Nothing is trivial, nothing is haphazard, including this story that happened just a few hours ago. The life of a Kail Yingerman and Avreich, depending on where you live, we call it different things. But either way, a married man who is learning can be hectic. Things come up, personal, family, all different sorts of things. And as Chashiv, as Starmar, but some things are pressing and we have to take care of them. And that happened to a very close friend of mine who walked in very, very late today. Seder usually starts around 10 o'clock in Base Measures Kavai of Lakewood, BMG. And this friend of mine walked in late. And he was all upset, sad, had a gloomy look on his face. And he came over to me and he's like, Don, it's already so late. Guys are literally on their way out already. What's well, a few minutes? I'm going to sit down now, look for a stender, start making everyone move around. Anyone who's been to BMG knows... Baruch Hashem, the scene is awesome. The amount of shtenders, chairs, Bachram, Yunga Light Learning is unfathomable. It's incredible. The Kol Torah is the most joyous sound on planet Earth, unparalleled. So this guy came and the feeling of being late to anything, it's just like, why am I going to get involved? For who? For what? And he's like, am I really going to do it? And I looked at him and I said, my dear friend, I said, let me share something I've been working on this week to publish, to write about, to speak about, and maybe that will help you. And I told him as follows. In this week's parsha, we learn about the struggle with Yaakov Avinu and the Malach, the Sarosh Esav. The Sarosh Esav thought he would take down Yaakov, but astoundingly, Yaakov overcame and he took down the Malach of Esav. And the Pasuk tells us that Yaakov's name was changed from Yaakov to Yisrael. Why? The Pasuk tells us, Your name is not going to be Yaakov anymore, rather it's going to be Yisrael. Because you fought with people, referring to the angel of Esau, and you overcame. You have striven with the angel, you have struggled, and you overcame. The question many Svarim discuss is if Yaakov ultimately overcame the struggle, he triumphed. He claimed victory over the Malach, which is the meaning of the word Vatuchal, Lashon of Yachal. Then why was Yaakov's name changed to Yisrael, which represents the fight, the struggle, as opposed to Vatuchal, which means he overcame, he was victorious. Seemingly, that would be a much more befitting and honorable name, representing the victory, the pride, the joy of winning over, knocking out the Malach Shal Esav. Nevertheless, he was given the name Yisrael, which is Kisarisa, because he fought with the Malach. So what's the Pshat? Why was he called Yisrael? 
So the answer many Svarim give is, although the sweetness of success is unparalleled, nevertheless, for Yid, as we know, it's all about the fight. It's about the struggle. And we can't discount that. We can't undervalue the chashivas of the fight itself, of the struggle. And even if the results aren't success, but we have to realize how much value, how much chashivas Hashem allocates towards the fight, towards the struggle itself. And as we you know, the Pasuk in Mishli says, Kisheva yipol tzadik v'kam, a tzadik will fall seven times and he'll get up. And the Vilna Gain says that the falling is not accidental, it's not incidental, it's not something that's just okay that we're going to overlook or turn the blind eye. Rather, it is integral, it is crucial and vital for the steiging, for the aliyah, for the growth of any yid. And without those nefilis, without the setbacks and the resistance and the failures, we cannot grow and ascend to tzidkus, to righteousness, to shlemus. Therefore, the Svarim write, the reason why Yaakov, his name was changed to Yisrael, as opposed to Vatuchal, is because Yisrael reminds us that it's all about the fight. It's about the perpetual struggle, the perpetual battle that we continue to fight. Yaakov Avinu was the first one to fight with the Sarosh Esav, with the Satan, with Samal, but we continue. It's a collective battle that we're fighting as Yechidim, as individuals, and as a Klal, as a Kehillah, as Knesset Yisrael, as we see unfortunately physically, as we hear, as we witness, as we see the atrocities going on in Eretz Yisrael. And at the same time, we're all struggling and facing the Satan multiple, if not many times a day, on personal levels, on personal nisyonis and struggles. And what we glean from the episode of Yaakov Vino and the Sarishal Esav is that as much as victory, there's no greater feeling than to claim that, to knock out our enemies, our foes, physical and spiritual ones. But nevertheless, we can't discredit or undervalue the struggle itself, even in the face of failure. This isn't just a nice, sweet idea that might be true, that might not be true, that this farm just talked about. The al tells us, turning to the story of Shavuos, there were two brothers, Machlin and Kilian, and it was prohibited for them to marry Goyim. Yet, they both did. And for some reason, we find the discrepancy with their future generations. We find that Machlein, the older brother, was Zeiche to have Davra Melech as a part of his offspring. And from there, subsequently, there will be a Mashiach. As opposed to Kilian, the younger brother, there's nothing. No generation, there's no Yibam, leveret marriage done to continue his name. And he just faded out. Now the obvious question is if they both transgressed the identical transgression, they both ended up marrying Gaim. Why is it that greatness came and will come from Machlein as opposed to Kilian, who simply dissipated, completely faded out? Answers the Al Sheikh HaKadosh. The Pshat is Machlein was older and he got married second. Kilian was younger and he got married first. They both had the same desire, they both had the same taiva to marry their Gaisha wives. But the difference is that Machlin suppressed, pushed off his desire longer than Kilian did. Kilian was younger and he just jumped in. He got married first. As opposed to Machlin, 
who got married second, he pushed it off. They were ready at the same time, but Machlan said, I'm going to push it off. Zakta Al-Sheikh, even though he ultimately failed, he was still Zeichet HaGadlus because he tried, because he struggled. Even though he ended up marrying a guy, he was Zeichet to Davra Melech. And he will be Zeichet to Mashiach. Mashiach will be a descendant of Machlin, who ended up marrying a guy. But the reason that Machlin married this is because he pushed off and suppressed his desire. Even though he ultimately failed, nevertheless, just for the effort itself, in putting up with the struggle, and fighting the battle, he was Zeichet to unfathomable godless. The Vilna Gain, in Igaris Agra, writes, Kol Rega Varega Sha'adam Chaisim Piv, a person who has a geschmack, a juicy piece of Lashon Hara, and he's exploding, but he puts a muzzle on his mouth. Chaisim Piv, Zeichet Bishvila the Or Haganaz, She'ein Malach Uberya Yechoylem Lishar. Every moment that a person refrains from speaking Lashon Hara, he merits access to the concealed light that neither angel nor creature can fathom. Zok the stipler Goin, Rabbi Yaakov Yisrael Kanievsky, the Gra, the Goin didn't write what happened at the end. He just wrote, Al-Kol Rega Varega Sha'adam Chaisim Piv. He didn't write the end result. He didn't write if he was successful or not. He just wrote, for every moment that a person tries his best. Says the stipler, that's the truth. Even if the person fails, he ends up saying the Lashon Hara, he's still Zeichet to the Arhaganas. We could think this is a joke or it's made up. But when you have the stipler and you have the Vilna Goin, and you have an Alshech, these are undisputable. This is Kihim Chayinu, this is Dvar Hashem Mamish, and this is a source of Chizik for us, for Chaverim, for families, for life. And based on this, I told my friend, I said, you may have came late, but if you go and you sit down, and you don't give in to the Yitzhahara, and you tell him, I'm going to be better, you already did so much, you came, you open the door to the Bismarck, just, just go sit down, and whatever's going to happen, that's not your Cheshman, that's irrelevant, but just do it. Put in those extra minutes, put in the extra time, the extra effort for Hashem. The Aragonas is waiting. And even if you fail, you go and you sit down. After all the tumulting, moving all the shtenders and bothering people and people getting all famished, it's okay. Hashem wants to see effort. When we remember and remain cognizant of this, remember who we are, stay strong and committed to our value, to our essence, that we're Am Yisrael. Yisrael is the name that Yaakov was given after the fight. Yisrael is a conjunction of Yashar Kel. We're a nation of Yashras fighting for God. And we keep this in mind when we fight and approach the Satan and any war, any struggle, any challenge with this mindset. May we be Zeiche to overcome and even if we don't, to remember that the value of the fight is success within itself and that'll help us. That'll be a springboard a stepping stone to Godless, to Shlemos, to Tzidkus. May we all become the best we can, the greatest Yidin that we can. Give Nachat Suach And may that be a catalyst for Hashem in turn to return us to long-awaited Eretz Yisrael, the land of Yisrael, with the rebuilding of the base of Mikdash and the unification as a nation and the greeting of Melech HaMashiach, Tzidkenu B'mher V'meinu, Amen. I thank each and every one of you for listening. I hope you enjoyed, and I wish all of you a wonderful Shabbos.